everybody we're back on another edition of kingly conversations uh your weekly dose of just some good information man and you know i think that uh you know this week we've got a topic that some of you guys are going to be interested in as well you know we try to either pick topics that people have brought to us or that just come up in conversation that we're like you know a lot of people might have the same type of thing going on in their life and so we get to discuss those things and uh you know it's still an honor and a privilege to be able to do this with two friends of mine and you know that i've known now almost 20 years right which were military brat for those that grew up in the military and that's a long time to know anybody um so yeah uh today we're gonna be talking about you know what is success to you and again uh like share and subscribe guys five stars shout out to all the cities that uh, special yes. shout out to Johannesburg, South Africa. We have some yeah. listeners in Johannesburg. Thank you. Absolutely amazing. International already. Only four episodes or well, five episodes in now and uh, international already. So hopefully, uh, you know, we'll continue to push that, uh, push that boundary. Maybe we'll get some folks in London or maybe we'll get some folks in Toronto, especially since I like Toronto anyway. So <laughs> fantastic. Like it. Love it. Yeah. I would love to have some listeners in Australia. Australia that would be yeah. that would be like a major goal for me personally. Major key alert. That'll be nice. Bag All right. So what is success? What is success? What is, what is, what is success? Are, are we doing the basics? The the family, the business, the money, the the job, the just over brokes. The what <laughs> all right, we, what ladies and gentlemen, that yeah. is the podcast. That was all, <laughs> all of it in one right there. <laughs> yeah, because everybody has a. A level of success, true. A definition of success, yeah. For me, it's basically meeting goals, and which not meeting those goals hurt, but that doesn't stop me from the feelings of success. All right, so I'll start with me. I have, I think, four four major goals I want to see before I die. So. That's my definition of success. One, I want to have a national nonprofit organization. Two, I want to have four for-profit businesses. Mm -hmm. Three, I want to write seven books. Okay. Got one down. Yeah, got one down. Um, Just My Thoughts by Mr. C. Hill. Check it out. Check check it out. It it was my first book, my first endeavor to do it. I broke a lot of rules I should not have broken as an author. (laughs) (laughs) But but I did it. That was my, at the time, that was my way of combating the feeling of unsuccess or feeling like I failed at something. Because the, the, the thing behind it is, I got fired. I was writing the book anyway, but I was wrongly terminated from my job, from my just over broke, and something in me triggered. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, is that is that just over broke 
your identity? Is that who you are? Because most of the time for men, what they do for a living is their identity. That's what they say I am. So when it happened, it was a gut check. It was like, okay, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm I'm more than an aircraft mechanic. Yeah, I'm more than just this, and I wanted to prove it to myself. So I went and finished the book, wrote it, and put it out there. I was just like, hey, no, I'm I'm more than just this one thing. So for me, and then went and started a nonprofit. So it was like, oh Lord, <laughs> no, I am more than what I do from. Nine Six five, in the morning yeah. to three or whatever, nine to five. I'm more than that. And so are our, our, our listeners. Our listeners are more than that. So our our definition of success has to be, it cannot, so okay, to me, it is not my nine to five. My definition of success really doesn't have to do too much with my income. Mm-hmm. It has to do with my results. The time you put in. Right, yeah, right, what, what I'm trying to accomplish. So those are those are my... Overall definitions. Now gotcha. I have minor goals in between that for my children, for my wife, for for us. I want to see my kids have businesses. I want to see my sons do great things. I want to see. Oh, matter of fact, one of That's my major. And yeah, because I want to see my oldest son. He's an excellent saxophone player. Mm-hmm. Shout out North State. Oh, shout out North State. By the way, in the uh, yeah, in the, in the, that in the tournament, they yep. got that playing tonight. That, that was a nail biter, right. man. That was a nail biter. They, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna be Gonzaga though. But I hope so. We, we, we hope, I hope so. so. We hope so. Let's go. Prayerfully, we'll get that. We'll get that. We'll get that bracket Behold. buster again. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Behold the green. All right. Behold the green. We're not talking. Talking about the great British Wildcats, either. We talking about the real green, green and gold. gold. Oh my! Hey, okay, no, but that's on. that's it though. But to me, that was that was a major goal for me. I wanted to see my kids be able to go to college. Yeah, and not that's just dope. in the college. I w- I wanted my kids to go to an HBCU. Now, for those that don't know what an HBCU is, in the seventies, the government. Just to let you know what actually happened, because some people think HBCUs called themselves that on their own. The government called them historically black colleges and universities as a group. And uh, just like everything else for black people, we kind of take on the mantle as our own, even though it was something that was given to us, not of our own choice. Um, and so what it is, it was, it was they grouped all of the uh, colleges that were started during Reconstruction, essentially. Uh, into this group uh, based on who they were started to teach. Because at one time in the United States, African-Americans could not go to to the colleges that existed already. We were not allowed in. I mean, even up until the 60s, in some case, you were just there were colleges that still discriminated against you based on your race. And it was illegal. Um, and so the federal government said, well, we're going to call all of these institutions historically black colleges and universities. The crazy thing about it is they have that title, but they've never discriminated against anybody. I mean, when I went to Norfolk State, there were tons of what most people would consider non-black people that went there. If I wasn't black, I would go to an HBCU so I could get that minority scholarship. <laughs> but people don't think about that, especially since I find that, you know, it, for those that have gone to an HBCU, they know this. But I mean, we're. Very, a very inclusive people. We don't really shun anybody until you decide you need to be shunned by your actions. <laughs> but right. we don't really shun anybody. But shout out to Norfolk State. <laughs> Both of my parents went there too. So shout out to Norfolk so, State. So success, Alfonso, Allen. What is your? What would be it for you? What is your 
definition of success. Oh, okay. When while you're an- answering that, yeah. Also answer or give a little advice on how do you achieve mm. a level of success? Because mm-hmm. everybody's definition is different, but there are some principles or some things we can glean from each other on how to pursue and achieve this success. So uh, for me, my definition has, as I've gotten older, my definition has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that a- as we grow and learn more, your definitions for pretty much anything sh- probably should evolve over time. I won't say change. I say evolve is probably a better word for it because when I was uh, younger in my twenties, for me, success was purely monetary. That was it. That was, I mean, success was, um, having the lifestyle, if you will, that you wanted to have. And for me, the only way that was going, that I thought it could happen was to earn a significant amount of money. Um, and I mean, to the point that I, I mean, I had mapped out my house, like a 10,000 square foot home, all kinds nice. of stuff that I wanted. Yeah. But now that, <laughs> now that I'm 40, I remember those times where you were talking about having a compound where you can land your helicopter and all <laughs> yeah. that. Yo, I remember those yeah. conversations. And I now, now don't, get me, wrong. Big, don't get me wrong. Big, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong now. Point one. Uh, I do still want to have a plane. Now, it's not a helicopter because a plane gets you a little further. But uh, it would be nice to have my own airstrip next to the house. But obviously, where I live at now, that's not possible. I could get a helicopter. But, you know, the, I found out that FAA flight rules won't actually allow <laughs> Or a lot of the stuff I was talking about, but I didn't know that then. Uh, so, so you know, there were, but there, were, but all of my, all of my goals were all monetary. So, because for me, success at that age was purely a monetary endeavor, and it was all tangible because the the environment I was in said that you know your goals needed to be what they called smart goals, right? They needed to be in the T stood and smart goals stood for tangible, so that you know that you hit them. Uh, but now. I think that the success is really more so in the journey. It's in the journey of getting to the, because once you get, I mean, I've, I've hit goals and yeah, it feels good to hit a goal, but then what? Right. Right. Yeah. And so for me, the success now is in the journey of going from goal to goal to right. goal or thing that you want. And, and, and for me, like I, I don't even, so uh, I don't necessarily desire the 10,000 square foot house. Um, because then I'm like, well, you either have to pay somebody to clean that or you have to clean it. And I ain't cleaning it, which means I got to pay somebody <laughs> to clean it. I'm not cleaning 10,000 square feet. Uh, plus, you know, it's, we don't it's not like we have a lot of children. So what would I do with all this extra space? At the time, I was talking about having a studio in there, you know, and all kinds of, and some other stuff, indoor pool, all this other stuff that I thought I wanted. That now at 40, I'm like, yeah, I don't you know. Don't I don't. I don't need an Olympic size indoor pool. That just seems a bit ridiculous. Like you're training for the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, like I, I definitely was never training for the Olympics. Yeah. But I had all kind. I mean, the the, the I, I the house was so big. I had an entire floor. I couldn't figure out what to put on it. Mm. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> it was crazy. Oh, I mean, ten thousand square feet is a lot of feet. Now, you know, at 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 max, I would say maybe four thousand. I mean, we're in like twenty five hundred now, and it feels big a lot of the time. Especially since it's just two people this in it. This twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. When you yeah, with all the space in the garage, it's gonna feel bigger than that once we knock these walls down. That's true. But it's twenty five hundred. Um, so I'm like three thousand. 
I mean, we, we, we use probably a thousand of this 2,500 square feet. We use the kitchen, the dining room. So there's a lot of stuff that in, in talking about goals and success. There's a lot of stuff that I don't even want based on how I know we live. Right. And that would be unnecessary because some people need uh, space to get away from everybody. I don't really need that. I don't find that I need a quote unquote man cave to go in and be in what I like to have like a game oh, room. Like a I bet you would. <laughs> I would, would. I like like a game room where I could set up, you know, uh, my gaming system or something like that to to play on and not yeah. and not bother everybody else or not impede their their progress in the house. Uh, sure. I don't but, think a man cave would be good for me because I, like yeah, I, I would isolate myself sometimes, and that's not a good that's not yeah. good to do for me. So yeah. I know my weaknesses in that regard. So yeah, success for me has has changed, and like for me, it's the it's, it's the pursuit of a worthy. Goal, a pursuit of a worthy ideal. Love it. Uh, so it could be the, it could be that in 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 marriage. It could be that in at, at work. It could be that because I mean I tell people all the time. As much as I do value freedom, because uh, I'm in. For those that don't know, I'm in IT. You know, we're in the process of putting a new uh, location in place, and for me, the it's incredibly fulfilling to build that out. Mm. And so where some people would see, oh, man, I got to do all this work. I'm like, man, I get to do all this work Mm -hmm. and really get to expand my knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, that's where it is. Because, I mean, there's nothing I enjoy more, really, than learning new stuff and trying new stuff. That's what's up. I I like what you did there as well. Oh, man, I got to do this work. Oh, man, I got to do this work. Totally the yeah. same, but different same, attitudes. It same is because yeah, for attitude. me, it's like I, people, I get to do this. But that's what most people fail to see is the attitude has a mm. lot to do with your success of your your view or even you accomplishing your goal, your attitude it, towards it. Even when we were all helicopter mechanics, shout out to seven seven four once again. Um, yeah. Raw, I, it was so for me. It was it was still incredibly fulfilling because I knew. And this is just how I always looked at it. I knew that the work, especially in Iraq, the work that I was doing kept somebody alive or helped save somebody's life. And the reason I say that is because we all know that, you know, there was a uh, there is a a specific nut, a particular piece on the aircraft that if it is not safety wired properly, can come off in flight and the entire rotor head comes off with it. Mm. We called it the J nut. Oh, it's real nomenclature is the rotor hub retaining nut. And to me, it was, I just always got a sense of pride seeing the aircraft take off, knowing I'm the one who safety wired that on there. Mm. I'm the one who's keeping these pilots and all of the passengers in this aircraft alive. Me and QA because they checked it. (laughs) 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 But I'm the one that did the work. Right. So for me, I guess it would be the same kind of feeling I would get if I built homes for a living. I I would drive. I mean, I know I would. I would drive past houses if I was ever feeling down for some reason, which I normally don't. I drive past and be like, like, I did that. that These hands did that. Mm -hmm. And so I feel the same way about most things that I do. It's like I, I, I get enjoyment from the completion of the task and the journey to complete the task. Because, you know, I mean, I, I mean, just to toot my own horn, I feel like I was an awesome safety wire person. It's de- definitely a sense of pride because I recall in Georgia when I was a wire technician and I had to redo outside lines to go into the house and when on my days off, I'll, I'll be driving like, hey, I did work over there. Hey, I worked on that building. Hey, you see that tall building right there? I, I put yeah. some lines Somebody in there. Somebody got so, service because of me. Yeah, that was pretty, yeah. I can relate to that as well. Um what do I consider success? I would like to start off by saying happiness. 
mm-hmm. because in my life that was not always an option. Partly because of me in, in my situation, but happiness in doing what I love. And what I love to do at the moment is become financially stable, becoming financially educated. That's something for me that has become a journey and goals that I accomplish to feel success. Uh, physical well-being. Not in the greatest shape as I... As oh. I, I have to <laughs> I say gotta, this. I got to get back on it too. Okay, so with that being said, I have not stopped in that journey. Even though with the pandemic and, and life work, everything else, family that has come in to take up more of my time. I've always found time for myself to do something. If it was just waking up in the morning, doing a hundred sit-ups, doing some planks and and getting some pull-ups throughout the day, doing something physically to stay moving. Yep. That's always been a goal. And like I said, I'm getting back to it. And I've actually lost some weight, man, on, on the hips, man. So I'm, I'm, feeling, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good about that, man. But it's just uh, a matter of not quitting. Just keep doing something. Uh, yeah, as far as being successful. That's another uh, point. Yeah, being financially stable, that's that's a, a another level of success, I would say. Uh, living within my means and not keeping up with the Joneses, as I always say, is something that I feel... Uh, accomplish a goal that I set that that makes me feel successful. Mm-hmm. Having a mindset to do what I want, even if I can't achieve it. Like that whole journey, even if I fail, it's something I can learn from and I can grow from. And for me, that's another level of success because I'm never going to stop quitting. I can't. You never I stop quitting? I can't. You're never going to quit. Okay. No, I think she's never, never gonna quit. stop quitting. Quit. Okay. I'm oh, I'm like, sorry. Like I'm, I'm never gonna stop quitting. Oh, I quit I everything. I should have put a pause in between there. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm never but, gonna uh, stop. I'm never gonna stop quitting. <laughs> uh, but that stop, is something. Lear- learning my history and where I came from, that is not an option for me. It's not because I I've seen what that does as far as giving up. So yeah. I definitely do not want to fall victim to my own self. Um, what else can I say? At some point, well, giving back to the community as well, uh, I would say is within that level of feeling successful, being able to do so, uh, helping others where I can and when I can. Um, relationship. Mm-hmm. But we, well, I mean, we've talked about all of these things, man. Children being good, going to college is is something that, we all, I think, collectively within this chat or the podcast or even the people we talk to communicate throughout the day, wherever we go, that's something, it's a seam line, it's a, it's a connection in that um, it's just, for some, is is more than others, man. What, what, when your um, success has been accomplished or your goal has been met, do you still maintain that or how long do you maintain that feeling of success? Mm-mm. Like once you hit a goal, once you accomplish something, nope. does it, it's like, okay, I just did that. Well, <laughs> all right. Now, now, now I got to do something else. Yep. Or do you have a sense or an attitude of, I am successful because for me, I, I'm looking back over a lot and I'm thinking about, 
different aspects of life. And I have a very strong of strong sense of I'm successful. I'm I am very successful. At the same time, I have a sense of I want to accomplish more. I want to achieve more. I want to do more. Does that feeling ever go away, though? I don't think it does. I I, I think for the the certain. feeling of the which feeling oh, the feeling of okay. I, a pr- more pr- more. I, I think that's just human nature. You always want more of for some anything. I don't that 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 contentment is a fine line. Um, to be thankful and grateful for what you have. Yep. But I I don't I don't think being content is an excuse. Not to pursue I cannot You, I, I, I feel like that's a part of success though I'll never I, be content I feel like that's a part of success To feel like that That space of Accomplishment Right But still feel like I can do more Let me let I me, can achieve more Let me clarify mm-hmm. I will never be content However I am happy With what I have achieved and what I do have. I'm appreci- appreciative of mm-hmm. what I have. However, dot com. You want more. It's not that I want more. I want to achieve more. If that is that. That makes sense. That, yeah, no, not, that makes, it's that not makes a, sense. It's ambition. Not a, it's, it's, ambition. It's just, you're ambitious yes. to do more. And I understand that completely. Yeah. I think for me, I get more of a. I get a more of a, an excitement and a zeal from just the challenge of things. I like a challenge. I don't. I don't care what it is. If you challenge me, I I, I think challenge. I'm a challenge. I like in it. In my times, at the same time, when I feel like I am overwhelmed, mm-hmm. it's the same moments that I realize that I am wanting more for myself. I'm 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 challenging myself to do more. I am, yeah. Like when I feel overwhelmed, that's just me saying, "Hey, I want more from you." Mm-hmm. Like personally, like I want more from myself. Was like problem solving. It's mm-hmm. Like you that's say, a, getting that's a dri- yeah, yeah, that's a driving force for you. Yeah, that's, like, that's okay. awesome. Let's get it. I mean, I don't. I, for me, I don't think that uh, somebody said. I can't remember who said it, but you be content with what you have while you pursue all you want. And I think that's. Always going to be the duality of people that I, I call it, you know, living like leaning forward, like, you know, in a, in a race, um, the people running the race, you run with a forward lean. Right. So uh, if, if we live leaning forward, I think you're always going to feel that way. You're going to be like, well, I've done this, but there's so much more I could do. Mm. And there's so much more I could be. And there's so much more that I could help. And there's so much more I could assist. And so I don't think like in my case, as soon as I get close to a goal, I just move the goalpost. Definitely. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, this was the number. Nope. Now this is the number. Mm-hmm. Or this was the thing. Nope. Mm-hmm. Now this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's while I, I I feel like Calvin feels, I feel like I am a success, not because of any monetary or any, but because because I'm on the journey, I'm moving in the direction that I would desire to go. Right. Right. And 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 I'm not standing still in that direction. Keep moving. Um. So no matter how slow the journey may be, right. which, you know, in my case, it's certainly slower than I wanted it to be. But I know that I'm I think the success is in the journey more so than it is the destination. 
uh, because the destination, like I said, uh, the only people that like when because people always talk about like retirement or whatever. And my only reason for even wanting to retire, quote unquote, which people retirement is, is a number in the bank. Don't let anybody convince you that it's years of doing anything. It's a number in the bank. Once you get to a number that you think you can live on the rest of your life, you can retire whenever that is. Mm. Um, but I think that most people want to retire and then relax. And I'm like, no, I want to retire so I can do more stuff. Because I got I got other things I want to do. See, but I got other I got so many countries I want to see. I got so many people I want to uh, uh, affect. I, I can't, but I can't if I if I have to spend eight to ten hours doing one thing, then I can't necessarily get to all the other things and still maintain my interpersonal relationships. I I, I couldn't say it's sad to say this, but I think it's true. I don't see retirement. To me, I don't, I want to die doing. I want to die living my life doing what I want to do and enjoying it. I will not have a, j- a just over broke. That's one. But I feel like in my elder years, I want to still be able to run my businesses. I still want to be able to write my books. I still want to be able to to, to do to, what you love. Do what I love. And I don't see myself stopping. When I well, stop, it's time different. for me to go. And see, that's what, that's <laughs> what I mean me by retirement. Because I think people's... Uh, mindset on retirement is, yeah. is flawed in yeah. because my, my version of retirement is doing what you want when you want with the people you want to do it we, with we, we might as well quit today <laughs> quit your job today retire no but like for you said you, can't, but you, you need money that's 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 real you, you, that's, you that's either need an, an income that's not tied to the job exactly or you and need that's a lot of money in the bank that's that's part of the the goals and, and the feeling of success absolutely it's creating those passive incomes creating those those Businesses or uh, other ways that you or, still yeah. have money coming intellectual in, intellectual property, that you a lot can of do yeah different things you can do to set yourself up. You set yourself up for to, the future, for, yeah, for I, the future. I, I, and that's big. I think that's big for all of us. But ten percent, okay, and and okay, <laughs> and that's true back to that ten percent. Mo- most people aren't willing to make the sacrifice today, yeah, because and, and and also you have other people like right now. I have. Other people depending on me, so I can't make the extreme sacrifices I know that I want to make because I have to take care. It's, it's you have to be mature, you have to be responsible, you have to take care. And to me, that is like he said, part of the journey in your success. Yeah, that is, and a part of setting yourself up to succeed. Generational wealth, man. That's that's one thing that I don't give think. Me, I give me an example of what that would look like to you. I hear. I, I, hear, oh, I, I can give you. An I, I hear. Well, I hear a lot of people say, "I want genera- generational wealth," and a lot of people we talk to, and some of our listeners over in Texas and Florida and, and Greensboro, and shout out to Greensboro, we love you. Um, <laughs> I, I, they say they the say they want to have uh, generational wealth. What does that look like to you? To me, mm-hmm. it looks glorious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> I'm, it is it's def- definitely something I'm striving for. But what it looks like in layman's terms is being able to not work 
being able to for somebody else for somebody else being able to have the means to accomplish goals that they set in life versus having to work a nine to five just because yo I have to pay this I have to pay that uh, getting the education they need without having to worry about being thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt yeah uh being able to start a business if they wanted to without having to worry about capital uh just these things if they are set in place properly with the right supervision if you will okay okay so it sounds like general generational wealth is just the ability to choose i like that and, and for me oh go ahead alan so uh, to me, so I, I um, and this is not uh, a soliloquy on the type of person these people were that I'm about to mention, because this is actually a story. I looked it up because uh, here we have a, a library called the uh, Slover Memorial Library um, that was named for a gentleman named Samuel F. Slover. And what and this is an example of generational wealth. So what happened to him is. More than 100 years ago, he purchased a small newspaper called the Virginian pilot. And then from there, he purchased more news outlets at the time. Cause at the time it was all newspaper. Um, and that was how he started amassing this generational wealth. He then turned that business over to the nephew that he raised, who was uh, last name was Batten. So now they'll know, I mean, it's the Batten family that, so, and then they proceeded to continue to expand on that empire, eventually opening up a, a, a thing called the weather channel, which they eventually sold to another company, but they, they own the majority, I won't say the majority, they definitely own a bunch of downtown Norfolk, the land where the dominion tower sits, they own. And so that's what I mean, because we're talking about four generations of people progressively building on what the previous generation did. Um, but the thing is, and this is always going to be the rub is that you have no idea what your children and grandchildren are going right. to do. That's I mean, you can try to set up systems in place, right. but systems, you know, still, I mean, let's, let's be real. They have a, they have a system for school and, but it's not a system that works for everybody. So you can certainly have a grandchild or great grandchild. That's just, that's like, this doesn't work for me and dismantles the whole thing. Right. And then, you know, all, all of that work. Yeah. Like, I mean, think about the, 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 the folks that started Buick, Right. Well, not Buick. That's probably a bad example at the moment because they're still around. But, you know, the Pontiac. Pontiac is gone. Pontiac was the person's name, and it's gone. Right. Shut down by the company that bought him out. Well, and that seems like generational wealth. To me, you're saying generational responsibility. Yeah. You're passing on the responsibility of this wealth to the next generation, to the next person. Yeah. Or to the next group of people. And a lot of times, for me, and this is why I do what I do, we don't take the time to train the next generation or teach the that. next generation yes. on how to handle what we've sacrificed and built for. Just don't throw them so, out there in the fire, man. Right. So for me, my success is tied to my children, to my sons. I wouldn't feel successful if my children weren't able to maintain what I have done. If they haven't progressed and moved forward, what I've taken the time to build and do, and they didn't use it responsibly, that to me would means I wasn't successful because I didn't te didn't teach them how to maintain and to increase. Now that also begs a question because 
Um, what if, because we you know we're all talking about, obviously, for generational wealth, you have to do that through some sort of business owners. You have to own something in order right. to have gotta, generational your name wealth. Got, your name has to be on something. Name got to be on something. Um, the question then becomes, what if, in, in your example, mm-hmm. like what if those children or grandchildren don't want anything to do and that's very possible with with, with the um and that's very possible my my intent in the way i raise my children the way i deal with them i try to find out what they like Mm -hmm. what they enjoy their interests find those early and then mold that and teach them how to use that interest to create that income, to create that business, because I, I I have one son who's a musician. He loves to play, play the saxophone, and I always tell him, I say you can you can play the saxophone, and yes, you can love it and do a phenomenal job, but someone smart is going to come along and see your gift, and make money off of you. Yep, and they're going to keep making money as long as you keep playing your horn. Now, you want them to make the money or you want you to make the money? So you have to go to college and learn all the business behind the music. Yeah. Don't just learn how to play the instrument. Learn the business behind it. I find that's the issue with a lot of creatives is that they they right. love the art. They portion, love the art. But then sometimes because of that, they are taken advantage exactly. of. Because then somebody comes along that knows the business and takes advantage of their art. I heard an artist, a gospel artist say, he said it in church. He said it in public, too. He's a worldwide artist, millions of copies sold. He said, yeah, millions of artists sold, and I only made X amount of dollars. And <laughs> everybody's mouth dropped because he said, I didn't make any money from it. But everybody knows who I am. Contracts, yeah. Everybody knows who he was. And it's amazing that, yes, like you said, you love the art, but don't want to learn the business. Yep. And that's a, a major thing that I want to see stopped in my family, my community, my culture. I want to see that stop, stop being taken advantage of so that we can pass that generational wealth. That's success. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, and generational wealth, I think is important. If for no other reason, then it gives the next generation uh, a starting point that's further yeah. along than the previous Definitely. one. Definitely. All right. So what else we got there? Um, I mean, I think we we. <laughs> this was a quick one because I, I think we've touched a lot on what we think success is, and just understand that everybody's ideal of success is going to be different. Like, there's nothing that um, I think in certain ways they intertwine with each other. Shout out! Shout out to that! Intertwine to that! Um, <laughs> intertwine. <laughs> That's business idea. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but. It's just a matter she of. She should start that. Uh, right. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be dope. I mean, I because mean, I know I know. I like the anyway. name alone. Anyway. Yeah, it's pretty dope, man. But it's sure just it's a matter of got it. who you talk to because everybody's at different stages of their life. I I spoke with a gentleman who's slightly older. Uh, he's more well seasoned as far as one, whatever you want to say respectfully, but he was ex- telling me that it's never too late to start doing things in life because Never. he's yeah. just now purchased a house and he's like I said I'm I'm almost 40 so with him being older I was I was happy for him you know yeah. what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's a great achievement and that's and, another, oh, go ahead that's another thing as well 
you have to be able to appreciate other people's accomplishments, what they succeed in their life. I found that most people who are negative against, well, they'll try to downplay it or they'll try to belittle what other people accomplish. Mm-hmm. And you look at them and see that they are miserable. But most they people that are successful don't have time to pull anybody else down. I, I mean, like that's that. true. That's I true. Like they don't. They don't. I, I've never met a successful person that had a negative remark to somebody pursuing. Mm. It was more or less, okay, you can do this, or you can try this. It's always an encouragement. It's always a push forward to the successful. That's why I don't keep a lot of people who don't have a sense of success around me because that negative energy drains you. It does. It, it pulls does. you down. It does. And I've I've had to learn that once I did learn that, hey, be able to appreciate other people's successes. Yes, right. And and, and yeah. I and and in return, I've noticed personally that I've been able to achieve more mm-hmm. and succeed in different things in life because hey, I'm not trying to pull somebody else down. I'm right. trying to I'm uplift trying to them. Right. If anybody generally comes with a negative attitude and always, oh, what was me or talk about somebody else, I dismiss it. I'm not I'm not a fan of it. Just me personally because I feel as if that negative energy is going to somehow affect me and what I'm trying to accomplish and what I'm it trying will. to do in life. And I got too much to do. It will. You put negativity that. out, you're going to get negativity back. I mean, yeah. I just, you know. Most definitely. Some people call it karma. Some people, some people call it reciprocity, whatever you want to call it. But I believe with the energy you put out in, into the world, you will get back. Um, and, I, and I definitely understand your point to, you know, people being essentially haters about other people's success. <laughs> um, and, and in some respects, I, I know what it is. It's, it's the problem is one person's success shines a light on your perceived lack of success when that's not, when we don't all want the same thing. So right. it, it only makes sense that if somebody feels like if somebody's ex- excited about their accomplishment, we should cheer with them as well. I, I had someone, well, it was a uh, at the time a somewhat of a friend, but after a few comments and <laughs> negative remarks, I had to discontinue associating with with them. But like I said, I wrote a book, and they made a they didn't critique it; they just made a negative comment, and it wasn't from a "you can do this better" perspective. It was, "Oh, that ain't nothing." Really? Okay, really. Wow. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. But and that, but that's that's. They said that ain't nothing. Yeah, they said don't. I'm not going. Hey, well, oh, listen. Okay. They just that, totally dismissed it. They dismissed the whole thing. So I said, good. Dog I'm don't glad, bark I'm in a parked car. I'm glad you did that mm. because had I known now and had I had a better response, I just picked up on what he now, said. Yeah, I would have said, well, we can exchange books. No comment. No comment. Crickets. Exactly. Crickets. So, hopefully soon we'll be able to exchange books because you know my book is. And that's, and that's, I got two chapters left. <laughs> that's what we gotta go. Well, well, well I got two chapters. Hey, look, I but love the, it. big thing. Look, you were talking about somebody purchasing a house. Um, don't don't put a timeline. Don't put a time constraint to your success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
because it just may not be time for you to get that right now. Might not be your season, it's but like, it will. It will come. It's it like will come. Golf, though, isn't it? It's like playing golf. You're not competing with. You're not competing anybody. with you're, anybody. You're just. Yeah. You're you gonna. Know, you're gonna achieve. You measure yourself by other people's mm-hmm. accomplishments in their time frame, and then that makes you feel if you wanna, may or may not make you feel less of. Or accomplished because you see them doing and right. how fast they accomplished right. it. Everybody has their own Every, time. Right. I, I think if people realize, and I, 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 and I get it to some extent because, you know, you feel like you want everything in your life you want to happen faster than it's actually happening, but it takes the rest of your life to fail, right? So until they're patting you on the face with a shovel, you didn't fail. You ain't failed yet. Like you, no. you. I, I said it uh, to a friend of mine this way. I said, you know, the the story is not over until you finish writing it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the key to me. It's like no matter what is going on, that story is not over until you put the pen down and say, yep, that's it. Time to lay down in the dirt. Yep. And until that day comes, you still got chances, opportunity. Doesn't matter what's going on. I mean, you could be uh, um, and I know sometimes for some for some folks, the journey may be more difficult than it is for others. But don't stop walking. Don't definitely don't stop walking. Keep and if moving. you got further to go, you got more to gain than the other person. So if if. It's, it can be more difficult for some than others, whether that may be because of where you start or maybe you have some uh, debilitating issue that, that's keeping you from doing all the things mm-hmm. you want to do. But you have to you, we have to. If you want to, I mean, obviously, nobody has to do anything. True. Right. But my mindset is, OK, this is what's happening. How do we figure out a way over it? Or I'm like an ant, right over, around or through. How do mm-hmm. we get past this obstacle to get to what the ultimate goal is? Right. Right. And no matter how old or young you are, just know your day will come. Keep going. Keep pursuing. If you want to buy yep. that house, you feel like, you, oh, I'm 50-something. No, go ahead and buy the house. Yes. you can, It's, it's going to happen if you want to go back to college. You want to go to college, get a degree or whatever. Oh, I'm, I'm too old. I'm too this or that. No. Do not grow weary in well-doing. Keep going. Keep trying at it because what ends up happening, it might be, okay, no this time. Okay, mm-hmm. no this time. No this time. But then all of a sudden, you got it. Oh, you know what? Those who get stuck in that cycle, they just don't like to hear the word no. The word no is try again. I like it. I heard a story that makes me try harder. And I wish I had the numbers right, but I know I don't. But the uh, the authors of the original Chicken Soup for the Soul Mm -hmm. were denied by publishers. I think it was like a hundred and twenty some odd times before one publisher finally said yes, and now that book has gone on to sell millions of copies around the world. And all it took was, and now it took a bunch of no's. But one yes, but one yes, everything. and one yes is all you need. So let's go ahead and get wrapping up. Anything you guys want to say in closing? Uh, yeah, I would like to encourage those who are trying to succeed in life to keep going. Do not quit. Respect each other's grind respectfully, and just do more, man. To keep moving, don't stop moving. Absolutely. Um, I would say be encouraged, man. Don't don't give up. Whatever, everybody has that down moment. Everybody has that moment. They want to quit. They want to give up. Fight through it. Just fight through it. Might have to take a break. Might have to take a breather. Sit down for a second. Regroup. Restructure. Replan. But then get back up and get it again. Yeah. Uh, And I just, you know, based on, I I said it a couple minutes ago, uh, you know, the story's not over until you finish writing it. That that really is to me where I kind of keeps me going is that. I know that 
no matter what happens to me, no matter what happens around me, I'm still in control of my response to that stimuli. And I can still continue to move forward and do some. And even if I'm moving forward at a snail's pace, I can still still continue to move forward. And so can you. You can still continue to move forward regardless of what happens, regardless of what's going on. And it's not to say that it's going to be easy, but getting to whatever your idea of success is, whatever that is, is going to be worth it for you. So don't stop writing the story until you've decided that the story is done being written. You got it. Don't quit. Yeah. We'll see y'all next week.